When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Match preview, Aston Villa versus West Ham United. Both teams fighting for those European spaces you feel this season. People will say it's early on, so it's very early on to be saying that, but it is really quarter of the way through now, so I don't know whether you can really consider it too early in the season, but I've always felt that sort of eight to ten games of a campaign will sort of dictate roughly where the season's going to go. You can kind of see where these where you're going to be seen. Are you going to be in a relegation battle? Are you going to be sort of fighting mid-table, fighting for championships, etc.? And you just get the feel that Villa and West Ham are going to be amongst the pack of sides that are going to be vying it out for the European spots uh, this season. So it's, it's a big one. And a big indicator, much like it was against Newcastle, two sides in good form. Again, in that same pack of sides. And you just... It, these are the games that really will dictate, I think, where we're going to be ending up the season. And, and you know, it's, it's going to be a good test for West Ham and, and, and for Villa and for Villa as well. I think it's a game that they will be feeling exactly the same. Uh, before we get into the match preview, I just want to remind you that we're giving away a West Ham top for free uh, every month for the whole season, home, away or third. All you need to do is be a subscriber. So if you're not a subscriber, please hit the subscribe button and then you enter the competition. And we'll basically go, all you've got to do is keep an eye out for the um, competition videos, which come out once a month and we'll be doing one next week. So, yeah, um, do keep your eye out for that. Um, so, look, let's go on to Aston Villa first uh, before we talk about West Ham. Very uh, interesting the way they've turned things around at Aston Villa. It's been re- quite quite impressive, really. You look at where they were last season. Stephen Gerrard in charge, of course, did not work out at all. At all well, in fact. It was uh, quite remarkable how, how poor it actually was. Um, it just didn't click at all, did it, uh, for Gerrard at, at Villa. Um, I think he was out of his depth. He just, he just seemed like another manager that sort of come to the Premier League possibly a little bit too soon in his career, maybe. Um, but it didn't work. And it, and it But what I really liked about Villa, and we talked about it a lot last season, because when West Ham were in that relegation battle, and we were obviously very frustrated, frustrated with the manager. And it felt like we were, well, let's be honest, at times that we were heading for the, the trapdoor. Um, but West Ham, to be fair, stood, you know, stood by David Moyes and it, it did pay off in the end. But there was obviously a growing um, frustration amongst the fan base and certainly for myself as well, uh, how West Ham were just sort of not acting. And then you looked at Villa, who were just swift. If you remember when they got uh, Stephen Gerrard, they paid the compensation to Rangers, got the manager in. He's identified him as the manager they wanted, recognised it wasn't working and just acted swiftly. Got rid of Gerard again, went to Villarreal, paid the compensation and got um, Unai Emery in. And wow, I mean, he, he has done fantastically well. I mean, first of all, when they first got him, I think it was a, a surprise for most because considering the stature of the manager, how well he was doing in Spain, it was surprising. I was very surprised that he decided to go to Aston Villa and because of where Villa were at the time and how poorly they were they were playing at that time under Gerrard, it found it felt like a bit of a bizarre move um, for the, for him. Um, I, I did find it strange and a big big gamble on his part. But I will say, I thought he was um, 
He's been fantastic. He's been absolutely fantastic. I mean, he he deserves a, a lot of the uh, praise for how he's turned that club around because it was almost immediately. I, I think you could go as far as saying it was immediate because he, he literally dragged them straight away out of that um, bottom pack of sides. We were there all season, as we know, and, and struggled, and it was a really painful domestic campaign. And, I mean, we didn't really turn it around, really, until the last period of the season. You know, we, we picked up a few results, managed to get ourselves out of it. But Villa pulled away from it and then obviously got themselves into a, a European position and, and got, and got a, conf, a Europa Conference League qualification. And it's it's really, really great for the club. They, they they seem like a football club that have got a plan. As I've said, like how they've, they've dealt with their managerial changes. They've been very direct. They know what they want. They've invested very well in, in, in terms of player recruitment. They're just a side that are, that are doing very, very well in a club that's very similar to West Ham at this stage, you feel, um, in terms of size and how they're, their aspirations, they're showing that ambition. And, you know, you, you can't knock it, you know. It's, it's, I'll tell you what, it's one of these games um, uh, where you feel like it's two sides that are very evenly matched in terms of everything, really. Size of the clubs, so what, they, what they want to achieve, that the, the talent of players they've got, it feels very similar. It's going to be a very, very interesting contest, this one. Um, of course, they've got European football, uh, and much like we do. And Aston Villa fans, I'm sure, are absolutely thrilled for that. And, and I, I don't blame them at all. It's, it's brilliant. We, we, we know how exciting the Conference League was for us last season. I don't think it's anything that fans or uh, any, anyone should turn their nose up at. I mean, let, let's be honest, as West Ham fans, if there are Aston Villa fans watching this, that was the best um, period of my life as a football fan, watching us go and win uh, that trophy last season. It was amazing. And I would never ever take it for granted. I, I think it was excellent. And for, and for clubs of the stature of, of West Ham Villa, these are you go into those competitions looking like one of the favourites, and Villa should be going into that feeling like that. So we, we can go and win this trophy. And of course, you get Europe, Europa League football um, for the following season, like West Ham have got. So no, I mean fair play to them. And I know they've struggled a little bit in the comp- competition. I think they lost their first game and they won their second. But I think it was sort of a last minute uh, winner. But you know that's that's fine. I mean they've got a manager that knows European football. I mean, Emery is the master of European football, isn't he? He's, he's, his record is incredible. And he will know how to balance European football on a Thursday and then playing on a Sunday. He, he's been there and done it enough times. So I, I don't think they've got any worries in terms of their league form dropping to accommodate European football. All right, as I say, they might have had a little bit of a sticky start in terms of their group, but I think they'll come out of that fine. And I can see them really going all the way. I really can. I'm not not, not necessarily... Will they definitely win it? Don't know yet. It's a little bit too early, but I, I think they'll go far in the competition anyway. Um, but they've got some amazing players at that club as well. I mean, but when we talk about West Ham as well, in terms of that's what I was saying earlier, quite similar, but they've got some real talented players. Uh, Moussa Diaby, I've got to say, I've been really impressed with. Um, settled into the Premier League. And mate, he, he looks like he's been here for years, you know, just straight in, look, looks looks the business. A, a very astute signing. And a player West Ham have really got to keep an eye on, you know, it, such a talent and... Yeah, I can only admire him. I really can. I, I've got to admit, I you always do wonder how these players are going to come from abroad and how they, they settle in. There's always that first season there where they bed in a little bit. It takes a little bit of time. Much like we have with Paqueta, very similar. You know, when he first came, we were all sort of going, okay, what's, what's the big deal here? We're not we're seeing a lot of hard work, but we're not seeing much of the, the quality. But and as, and as his time's gone, he's grown and grown. And now all of a sudden, he just looks like so accustomed to the league. But Diaby, you know, straight away, you know, he hasn't, he hit the ground running and yeah, I'm sure they'll be absolutely thrilled Villa uh, of how well he's performed. I think he's already got three goals um, in all competitions so far. So yeah, very, very good. Um, another player I really like um, 
for Aston Villa is Douglas Louise. I think he's he, he's a really um, dangerous player. Someone West Ham got a real keep an eye on, and he, he works so hard and really sort of epitomises that. I don't know that work ethic that he drives things, and I, I just like him. I think he's got a lot a lot about him as, as a player again, and and just fits so well into that side. Uh, and another player, of course, is Ollie Watkins. I wanted to mention. I mean, he's been excellent for Aston Villa. What a signing! And you know, one that I look at with jealousy. I'll be honest. I feel like we yeah, West Ham's what we should have been doing. Uh, obviously, they signed him from Brentford. We went and got uh, Ben Rama. But at the time, you feel like we you should have got Watkins as well. We needed that striker. Not no, not having a go at Antonio, but we've always lacked that sort of you know natural finisher. That 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 number one that might target man, someone who can just put the ball in the net and. Ollie Watkins has proven to be such a clever signing for, for Villa. And I'll tell you what, much like we've had with Bowen uh, just recently, I, I've got to admit, I, for him to commit his future, I think he signed a four-year deal um, just a few weeks ago. And we know how important it is um, to see that commitment from a player like we've just had from Bowen. And I'll admit, I mean, you look at Ollie Watkins and the, the clubs that were sniffing around him, the, you know, we're talking the top, top clubs. And for him then to turn around and commit his future... It's, it's a, a fantastic for Aston Villa. And I love to see that because you don't want to keep seeing the, the, you know, the so-called big, big six, whatever, keep coming in and na- nabbing these players all the time. It, it does become a bit exhausting, really, um, that they're also so desperate to play for these top sides. I, I mean, I get it. I do understand it. But you know, like we've just had, as I say, with Bowen, that, that commitment to your side and say, no, 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 do you know what? Yes, I could go and play for Liverpool. I could go and play for you know, Man United or City, whatever. I would earn a bit more money or possibly have more chances doing stuff. But to say, no, do you know what? I'm staying loyal. I'm going to commit to my future to this club. It, it's great and, and good for him and good for them. So, and I mean, he's been, he's been an excellent player. So, I mean, you know, you look at the, that Villa side. I mean, there's obviously the three I've just picked out, but there are so many more and they're a good side, really are very, very, very good. So team news for Aston Villa, Zaniolo is available. Now, of course, he's surrounded by this um, betting scandal that's um, sort of kicking off. It's come out from Italy and all these things are, are happening at the moment, which is a, a real big blow for Villa. We, we know that um, we've had this sort of similar-ish situation with Lucas Paqueta uh, and that's kind of running on the background. I think that the Zaniolo one is slightly more serious, it appears, um, from what I'm, I'm understanding it, but because it seems to me that they're um, they're kind of coming out admitting that the, there's been betting issues there. I, I, I don't know the ins and outs of it, but it sounds a little bit more serious, that one. But he is available. And, and do you know what? Rightly so, in a way, because that's what West Ham have done previously. We've done it with Paqueta. We've done it with Zuma for last well, a couple of years ago, wasn't it, with the whole um, the cat situation? Well, we've just got, well, I oh, know there's something going on. Yeah, with the background, but, but nothing. They're not being found guilty of anything. We're going to carry on playing them regardless. And, I, I don't mind that. It doesn't really bother me at all. So, yeah, he will be uh, available, I believe, for selection, whether he'll play or not, whether he's in the right mindset, <clears throat> who knows. But at this stage, he is available for selection. The only um, injury issues they do have is uh, Moreno and uh, Moreno and Ramsey are out uh, of the squad. But ultimately, they've got a still very, very strong side for this game. Um, and then that leads us on to West Ham. I mean, as I said earlier in the sort of, um, the sort of preview little bit at the beginning, the earlier blurb was that, this is a big indicator for both sides, but massive for West Ham. This, I mean, we talked about it in the before the Newcastle game that this was the a big indicator of where we're going to be this season. Let, let's let's show the Premier League where we are, who we are this season. And I, I thought we did. I, I mean, let's be honest. Another day we could have beaten Newcastle. I thought ultimately it's probably a fair result ish. I mean, the new, the referee was horrendous, um, but and I'm going to go back over that game again. But I thought we we fared well against a very good side. 
And do you know what? I, I fancy us against Villa. I fancy us to give us give Villa a game. I don't think Aston Villa will be rubbing their hands together for this and looking forward to this too much. I think they're going to recognise if they're going to win, have to win this game, they're going to play very, very well. West Ham, are, we're not a soft touch. And I, I, I think that the way we've started this campaign, especially away from home, we seem to be very, very good. We're very good at um, frustrating home sides. We're very uh, resolute in the way that we defend. You've only got to look at the Brighton game and how clinical we can be on the counter. And I've got to say, this has a Brighton feel to it, this game. It really does. If you look, I've looked at quite a fair bit of Villa leading up to this preview in terms of watching some of their highlights and, and things. Um, don't get me wrong, very impressive, but they, they can be beaten. They do get things wrong. Emery's, you know, they're, they're, I mean, don't get me wrong, they started the season very well. I'm not knocking them at all, but... Um, one thing I've noticed about them is that they commit. They they really play a high press. They really do like to bomb forward. They've got their wing backs that operate. Um, you know, Matty Cash, especially, very, very good player. But they commit high up the pitch. They like to get their crosses in. And you think, you just sort of, you, when you think of this in your mind, when you think of West Ham, and I think of that Brighton game, it just, it just feels very similar, very similar sides in that. I think it will suit us. I, I really do. I think we've got the players <clears throat> to deal with their their, their um their their attack. Don't get me wrong; we're going to play very well. I'm not suggesting that this is going to be <laughs> it's far from an easy game. This is going to be very hard. But I think that they there are weaknesses in that Villa side, and I and I think it could play into West Ham's hands. Um, and and the counter attack is going to be key for us. And I I absolutely am certain that David Moyes will be playing that system. We're playing the low block, looking to counter. It's, we're good at it. <clears throat> we are a good side at it. When we get it right, I mean, not saying we get it spot on every time, but if we if we're on form, if we can put in a good performance here, we can really cause Villa some problems. Um, in terms of our team, though, <clears throat> the only we, well, David Moyes has actually got pretty much a full strength side to pick from. Obviously, we've had some players away on international duty. There's been some reports of Kudes and Alvarez being unavailable. I don't believe that's true. I think they're, they're going to be fine and be available. So I think David Moyes is actually in a, a very strong position for this. He's got a, a whole host of players available. Obviously, the only issue would be Mikel Antonio for me. Travelling again with Jamaica just doesn't help us at all. This bloody travelling for him and especially his age. It's just This just isn't helping. I know, I know that that's down to him. He's, he's, he's more well within his rights um, to be playing for... Um, the nation that he wants to play for, etc. Um, you know, obviously he's uh, got a Jamaican heritage, etc. So he can go and play from that, which is fine. But it's really not helping West Ham. Let's be honest, because he comes back, he's been travelling too much, he's always exhausted, and it just it is not helping us at all. Um, but it is what it is. But it does then open the door, I think, to Mohamed Kudus, and that is a big talking point. Of course, is is, is Mohamed Kudus. Um, uh, should he be starting? And I've, I've got to say, for me, yes, he absolutely has to start. I mean, he's done enough now. He's done enough. And at the end of the day, this is not a player we've signed to sit on the bench and to be an impact player. That, that, that's not what Kudos is. Kudos is he's, he's come here to be a, a main player for West Ham. And, and you can see why. I mean, that Newcastle performance was ex- exceptional. He changed the game. Let's, let's be frank. And and, and obviously got the, got the equaliser. So he deserves to start. And, and I think... When you consider Antonio's travelling, etc., <clears throat> this is the perfect time to do this. I think I, th- I think it would be the right decision. So that that's how I'm seeing. So I'm going to go on to the um, team then. What I think, um, well, what I'm not so I think this is what I would like to see. It kind of, yeah, I'll be very. I'd like to know your teams and obviously your predictions. And say we're going to be giving away, by the way, a 
a free uh, item from our shop to anyone that gets a scoreline right. So put your team down and then your score predictions, please. Um, this is mine. This is what I'm going for, for my team. I'd, I'd be very surprised if these differ much between us all. I really do. But this is. But let's just see uh, what we think. So I've got Ariola in goal. Uh, Soufal, Zuma, Agurd and Emerson are my defence. I mean, I'd, it can't change for me. There, there's no reason for it to change. Uh, and why would it? Why, why would it change? We've been playing well. So I'm, I'm going for that. My midfield two are, well, three are going to be Alvarez and James Ward-Prowse <clears throat> as playing. Alvarez as the defensive. James Ward-Prowse in as midfield. And then slightly more advanced will be Thomas Suchek. Um, I'm going to Bowen out on the right. I'm going to have Paqueta out on the left, uh, obviously operating and coming in and, and, and alternating um, uh, with uh, Mohamed Kudas, who's going to be playing in the central, and much like he will be with Bowen. I think they're just going to be... Op- I'd like the three to sort of be uh, interchanging throughout the game, I think, to cause them problems. But I think Kudas needs to start this game. I really do. I think he's... he's, he's and this is a game we really want to go and get a result. And... I think that would really help uh, Kudus as well, being given that that starting role. I think it will <clears throat> he'll want to cement his uh, position there. Because let's be honest, if Kudus goes in, leads the line, and let's, let's just say we go and win and he gets a couple of goals, whatever, that's his position and he knows that. So I think David Moyes needs to go for this now, be ballsy and, and, and put him in. And, and, and let's be honest, I think if we don't start him soon, <coughs> he's going to start getting a little bit fed up. Right? That's my gut feeling. Because... You know, this is a big move for him. And I appreciate, you know, you do have a bedding period. And I know Moyes likes to take his time in place. And I'm sure that that's being explained to Kudus. But at the end of the day, he's coming on and he's playing so well. He's making such a big difference to the side that you kind of think, well, you can't keep uh, justifying the fact that he's not settling in yet or he needs a bit more time. It's like he doesn't know he's ready as far as I'm concerned. So, yeah, that's my team. I think Kudus has to start. Um, and also, you've got Antonio on the bench, which is not a bad thing at all to have. <clears throat> so... My predictions for this one, I've, I've really struggled with this one because I did have a stands winning, but I've gone for a draw. Uh, I'm going to go two all. I'm going to go for the same scoreline against Newcastle. But I've got a feeling. You know what I mean? I've got that feeling about this. I just think it's got that Brighton feel to it, this game. So, But look, let's wait and see. As I say, put your uh, your teams down, put your predictions down. And uh, obviously, we'll give away a prize um, for whoever gets the score right. And uh, yeah, look. Let's see how we get on. This is going to be a big, big game, big indicator. And uh, let's just hope we end the weekend. Uh, well, we could be in the top five. So, yeah, come on, you irons. Sports Social Podcast Network.